Hey Breakers, it's me Amy. I'm popping in and popping on today and I hope that the month has been good to you. So what we've been talking about this month is branding and rebranding and though we've been hitting, you know, a lot, you know, we're mostly talking about color, we're also kind of hitting some of the other things that, you know, come with branding and rebranding and if you're not good with color, <laughs> this is why I created it. And part of it is because I struggled with color. I still feel I'm getting better with color. I'm not completely confident. And, you know, what do we do? How do we work through that when we don't feel like it's our strength? So one of the ways that we can do that is by starting unconventionally. Most healers, helpers, uh, coaches, business owners I know are really good with words because, you know, they're kind of what I would call like heady people. We're problem solvers, we're thinkers, we're visionaries. You know, we started a business because we knew it could solve a problem. So the things that we've been working through is starting to create a branding board in an unconventional way. And that's with a word board. So if you didn't get or didn't um, listen to that episode, I definitely want you to go back and listen to it, especially if you struggle with color, um, because this is how you know we're working our way through figuring that out. And our word board is pulled forward and it helps us develop our mood board, our vibe. It helps us identify the colors that we want to get into, that we want to work with. And last week, what we talked about was some more of those, a little bit of those non-color things and why having a mood board and a branding board and a brand guide are really important. It's because part of your mood board and brand board are the words that you're pulling forward from the word board. You're going to include your hashtag, your AdWords, should you choose to go down the road of AdWords. It's going to hold your logo. It's going to have your fonts and it's going to hold your color palette. And we dove into um, some of that a little bit last week. And understanding that it's all a process because as you continue to actually take action steps and put energy behind all of the ideas that you're conceptualizing. This is how we understand and start really learning what's working for us and what's not working for us. And it's a process. Sometimes we're those people where it's like, oh yeah, like I know exactly what I want it to look like right away. And there are some people where it's like, I don't even know where to start. This is how we start. We just start and it's messy and we don't always understand it. We don't always get it. And that's why we call it a process. And that's what makes learning so hard and so difficult. Uh, actually, I posted a video <laughs> uh, in the Facebook group. And if you're not a part of the Facebook group, you should definitely join us. But in the Facebook group, we were talking about how, you know, uh, particularly women and girls are, you know, we're expected to be perfect. And we're not. Learning is not perfect. Building a business is not perfect. It's messy. And that's okay. 
So as we're learning and we're moving out of, you know, our heady space where we're conceptualizing and fixing and creating, um, this is where we start kind of really finding what's fitting us and what's not fitting us. And oftentimes this can show up in our taglines. Uh, it can show up in our hashtags and it can show up in our words that we're using, which are all part of your brand and mood board. And you're going to want to have one. And again, I've got to hit on it again this week because I think it's that important because the truth is, is that hopefully someday, <laughs> sooner rather than later maybe, is that you're going to want to hand this off to somebody so that you don't have to do it anymore. And it's going to hold all the information that they need in order to do that. And that's going to simplify your life. And who doesn't want simplicity and ease in their life? I know I do. It's something that I'm absolutely working towards. So we've created our mood board. We're creating a brand guide, right? And this is going to hold our fonts and all of that stuff, uh, our color palettes and all of that good stuff, our taglines, our hashtag, our keywords, things like that. So as you're moving forward and creating your mood board and your brand guide, you're going to want to compile it all into one place so that way you can share it with your future marketing person so that they can easily grab and hold it. And if that's something that you always hold on to, then make it easy on yourself so that you can go in and grab all of that information really easily. You know, we were talking last week about why we want to make it easy, right? Because we're going to hand it off or we're going to keep doing it ourselves. And it's all held in one spot. So as long as you're making those memes, as long as you're making those graphics, as long as you're the one who's crafting and creating that, you know exactly where it is and where to pull from. And it actually helps you create a system. Systems help you create ease and flow. And it makes it easy for people to step in when you're ready to hand it over. So. When we're talking about our color palettes, when we're talking about the mood, the vibe that we're trying to create, that we're trying to embody, that we want our clients to experience from the very beginning so they, they know exactly who they're getting, part of that is how we start to embody. So we talked about you know, pulling it together, pulling in different color palettes, using a, you know, a color that you really like into Pinterest board and to start creating that. So as you're creating it and as you're looking at your board and your mood board, one of the things that may start to pop out to you or you start, you may start to feel is you know, what happens if it's feeling a little hard to me? What happens if it's, if something's just not feeling quite right? I don't know what it needs. Um, I struggle with this actually when I was creating my brand board and mood board is I, I loved the vibe that I was creating, but it was missing a softness to it. So one of the things that I started doing, and again, this is my recipe, it's been other people's recipes. You take the recipe and make it your own, right? 
is when I started working with it, it just felt hard to me. I felt like I was missing a softness, a gentleness. Um, compassion is a really big thing for me. And I'm really working on embracing and utilizing my, fem my feminine side. I can't talk today. Uh, as I grow and develop. So one of the things that I want to encourage you to think about doing and if you haven't already, it's go into Canva. It's a really easy to use platform. Uh, it's a great, they have a free account. And as you grow and develop in your free account, it will hold uh, your primary colors and it will hold one secondary color. I actually ended up having it hold um, what I call like what's labeled like a highlight color for me. And that goes into various reasons that don't really matter to you. But again, you're a recipe. So the colors that you want to use most in your graphics, in your, in whatever it is that you're creating in your logo, because Canva can actually, you can go in and create your own logo in Canva. And they've got templates and pictures and all kinds of things that you can use. So as you go in, um, and if you're struggling with something, something's not feeling soft, go in, go into Canva, start messing with things, start creating memes, start using hashtags or, um, you know, branding names or, um, not branding names, <laughs> um, you know, your taglines and start working with words and just start using the things that feel good to you right then because as you start to use it more you might start realizing it needs to be tweaked when i was looking at my branding and when i was looking at my mood and vibe i really liked it but it was missing something and it was missing a softness and so what i started using and what i started bringing in was a very feminine font um it's very scrolly and swirly and it felt really good to me and to I also you also want to be thinking about keeping things easy on the eyes so I brought in a secondary font um, that's Arial and it's very easy to read it's easy on the eyes because if you start making things too swirly and too um, hard to read you you'll miss clients you'll miss people because it's too hard for for the eye to focus you literally at this point i um the most recent statistics when it comes to marketing and keeping people's attention is about eight seconds you have eight seconds to grab people's attention so understanding that if there's a harshness or if if it's not easy on the eyes or soft on the eyes, you uh, you want to be thoughtful about what fonts you're fonts you're bringing in because it has to be easy to read so that you can keep people's attention. The other thing that you want to be thinking about, and this was a great read, I pulled it. I actually learned it in um, Thinking Fast, Thinking Slow. It's an amazing book. It's a heady read, um, but a great read. And the more you can make something pop off a page is uh, it helps 
it actually creates a certain level of trust and it catches the eye and it catches the reader attention. And isn't it interesting that most of the links that you see, and we were kind of talking about this from the very beginning, that blue is a blue and green are um, both soothing colors and that bring out trust. Blue is specifically used to help people trust. Isn't it interesting that on the internet, most links are blue and they pop from the page because it catches the eye and it helps increase trust. And actually, additionally, the more bold something comes up from a page, the more likely somebody is to trust it. Fascinating psychology there for you. So there's a few tips and tools for you to think about as you're creating your website or as you're creating things in your meme is that the more easily it pops, the more easily it stands out, the easier it is on the eyes, the more likely you are to catch your readers uh, or to catch somebody's eyes so that they stay on it, the more you're able to elicit um, and help your audience and those that you're called to serve trust you and the more they're going to keep coming back, which is the very thing you want. So those are some, you know, tips, tools, and tricks to think about when you're looking at your mood board, when you're looking at your guide board. Uh, if it's feeling a little hard to you, understand that you, you can bring in softness, of course, in color and some gentleness in color, which is actually why some there's a pink color that kind of shows up in my new branding and why I chose a very feminine font uh, style and that's what's used a lot in my titles and I have an easy to read font um, that's just easy on the eyes. So there is absolutely a way to combine and pull all of those things together so that you can create the thing that you're here to create so that you can show up in the world authentically so you can build trust with the people that you're here to trust and so you can start serving people in a way that feels really good to you and authentic to you which is the very thing that I think we can all agree that the world needs and wants and deserves so I'll be back next week with a really brief rest, reflect, rejuvenate nugget. And I hope you're showing up in the world in a way that truly feels good to you and who you are. Take care. Bye.